1: For over 25 years, Jonathan Watson has been a fundamental assistant director and shepherd within Hollywood. After working on films like Bad Boys, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Disaster Artist, La La Land, This Is The End, and countless others, Watson finally received his big break thanks to Danny McBride. The film Arizona takes place during the 2009 housing crisis. The story follows Cassie Fowler, a single mom and struggling realtor whose life goes off the rails when she witnesses a murder. In this interview, Watson describes his long haul to the director's chair, his unique relationship with actor and comedian Danny McBride, how he changed his mindset from time management to storytelling, and the joy of making movies and
0: television. Through the years, I have come very close to directing a few movies, and and for whatever reason... And things can things can materialize, and then they can then they can collapse like a sandcastle um, in the world of feature filmmaking. And so, I would often when that would when the, twice when that happened, I just would kind of continue like put fold up that aspiration and then go back to my my uh, my day job, if you will, and. And I, and I met Danny McBride, um, weirdly through Seth Rogen. I'd done, um, I'd done, um, um, the Green Hornet with Seth. And I was, had been recommended to do Eastbound and Down, second season with Danny. And we got along, Danny and I got along like a house on fire. It was a tough shoot. We shot in Puerto Rico. It was shooting like a kind of a comedic odyssey, almost like a cross board, like a big movie. Um, and it was like shooting a film, all, you know, in one location in Puerto Rico with crazy weather and, and insane locations and madness. And so we were kind of forged in that fire, Danny and I. And then after he spawned, he said, the next series I do, I'd love you to produce it with me. And that was vice principles and during, and on vice principles I became kind of the cleanup batter in terms of directing. Can you direct a scene started with just second units then it became can you direct a scene to finish this episode? Can you direct a scene a reshoot a scene for another episode? Can you do multiple scenes for multiple episodes and and Danny and I quickly the part of the, the when you when you have a certain relationship with an actor. Um, in whatever capacity that's not directing, and then suddenly you're directing them. Sometimes your relationship has a hard, have a hard, has a hard time suffering uh, the honesty of, all right, what you just did, I don't like. Sometimes, sometimes the relationships can't handle that kind of honesty. <laughs> and so um, ours, did, not only did, but we we actually enjoyed. Working together as a actor director, um, and it was Danny who came said I I, I have this script um, that I'd like you should check out called Arizona, and if you and if you're up for it, um, we have to go find the female lead. We have to go find Cassie. That was the that was the, he he was gonna at one point he was gonna direct this movie um, years ago, and he and he couldn't find the Cassie that he wanted to do it with, and and it kind of went away. So he said, that was always my issue, trying to find the right actress to play Cassie. Fortunately, Rosemary DeWitt read it and responded to the material, and away we went.
1: So, so this is a dark comedy. I mean, are, you know, what are some of the things you look for as a first-time director, or what do other people look for when they're finding a first-time director? I mean, just on the surface, I mean, it's mainly shot in one area as far as the, the community they're in. Um, so there's not a lot of moving around and things like that. It's also... A darker comedy. So it's a very specific style and that some people may pass on because of the kind of mixed genre. What was your kind of perspective of the script?
0: I mean, it was, it was, it was, I thought it was, I have have a real taste or a penchant for the odd. I love, I love how strange this movie. I love how strange the script was. I mean, it was, and it was funny and it was scary and it was, and it was odd. Um, And, and a lot of people, and, and it is, it has this kind of tonal minefield aspect to it. Um, and a lot of people are, are, will shy away from that because it's not a straightforward, it's not, it's not, it's not straightforward. It is complicated. Mm -hmm. Um, but that kind of was the, was the appeal to honestly, to all, all of us, to myself, to Danny, to Rosemary, it was that it was all over the place and it was, it was, it was just when you thought it was one thing, it, it, it turned hard left or hard right. Um, but it was, that was going to be the challenge. It was like, it was, it, it was, it's not in many ways. It's not that complicated because it's not, because it has, because it's got a small cast and it is is, you're in kind of this, this, Otherworldly, shuttered ghost town of a, of a subdivision for most of it, um, but the tone of it is the thing that you have to watch, and you when and it's like it's like the seesaw. You go too far one way, uh, you crash, and you go too far the other way, you crash. So, um, and you know that was the challenge. I mean, when we started out, we thought we'll get a range of, of performances to be able to, to either ratchet it up or ratchet it down. But as soon as we start shooting, we're like the, the hard reality of, you know, we have 21 days to shoot this. So that's, we don't have that luxury. We don't have the time to do for every setup, a range of performances. We have to decide. And then it just became, we're rehearsing it and we're going to, and if it's, and then if it's, if we feel we should need to retool it right now, we're going to, um, and it's blocking or, and you know, in anything. Um, so that's, uh, that's, that was our, our you know, modus operandi. What
1: were the, is there anything you didn't expect that happened? Like, I mean, you've got over 20 years as an AD, um, but in, in addition to just the you know the vastness responsibility, I've been reading some cinematographers recently who don't really want that responsibility of directing. What were some of the differences between your other jobs and this job?
0: I mean, I, as much as I as much as I have experienced what it's like to direct in terms of being very close to, to as a first AD, like running sets, and in some movies, um, uh, I've got a reputation as being a good first AD but first time director so I did. I did Seth, Seth Rogan and Evan Gilbert's first movie. I did Drew Barrymore's first movie. I did Chris Miller and Phil Lord's first movie. Um, and as much as I in that those positions, I have to kind of you shepherd and you you know you 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 show them the the ropes, if you will, and kind of walk them through the, the decision making process and, and and the actual process and the, and the function and form of modern filmmaking. As much as I knew it inside and out. It's a whole nother thing when it it is the, when the the storytelling is solely, you are solely responsible for the storytelling at the end of the day. Um, you have all these collaborators and they are all, and it's, this is a fully collaborative process, but ultimately the storytelling is, is up to you. I had, so I had to divorce all that, all the logistic, all the logistics in my brain, um, and all of the all of the the time management in terms of shooting schedule that, that, is, you know, that has been hardwired into me after twenty years. I had to try to push that out and full and focus solely on storytelling. Um and you know, that was it was a struggle at first, but but soon as it kinda of clicked in, it became it just became natural. Um, and fortunately, I was surrounded by some great people. Um, Drew Daniels, the DP, wonderful, wonderful cinematographer and filmmaker. Um, the production designer, um, um, Richard Wright, Sarah Frost, the, the, the costume designer. My, my first, um, um, Shimon Ochoa, a woman who lives in New Mexico, came up in filmmaking in New York City. It was great. And if she, you know, if she wasn't strong, I would, I may have had to, kind of take the reins back of, of, logistically running the movie. But she was very good, very strong, wonderful. So that was easy. It's like that's taken care of. You know what I mean?
1: Do you have any advice for those listening? that are in in a similar situation. Like I know I've read some interviews you've done, and you you don't really want to be the guy talking about, well, I want to direct while you're on set. You also have certain loyalties with directors, but if you care to change anything or give advice to someone in a similar situation, what might you say to, to help them uh, kind of move into this new role?
0: I mean, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, a, it's tough for me to make, to suggest because, you know, I took a long game. <laughs> um, I mean, look, I've, I've always enjoyed filmmaking and, and enjoyed being the first aid aid enjoyed produce, solely producing. Um, I, I just, I enjoy making movies and television. Um, so I it wasn't like saying like, I you know, I, I got out of a salt mine to, you know, to, to, to sing in the opera. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's just, it, it's a different capacity and it's, and it's, it's a, just a different animal. Um, I, I would say, I would say, I mean, I, I've always, through the years, always, even when I wasn't, you know, directing, I mean, even close to directing, I was writing, I was I was looking for projects. It's like it's like you never, you know, you, I, and I was writing scripts, I was I was reading other friends of mine scripts and, like, suggesting, you know, like, helping other people with notes or or. Or, throwing, or joining a writer and, like, writing the pilot. Um, it's just kind of keeping your your mind in the pursuit of it, so if that makes any sense. Um, and then looking for that thing. It's like it, so for some people it's to direct, start directing shorts um, and get comfortable. But a lot of people that do that have never been on a set before. You know, some people who do shorts. Haven't? That's their way to start honing their craft. As they've, they have. This is their opportunity um, to to try. You know, to start practicing the craft of filmmaking. And I had the the luxury of doing that every day if I was, you know, aiding a movie or a television show or a commercial um, by running a set and by, you know. It going making a pro making a, a a project, be it like I said, television or film. Um, but ultimately, my advice is just perseverance and and grit. Whenever somebody tells ta- tells you no, or when whenever a door shuts, or you just keep on trucking. Um, you just it, you don't don't stop because ultimately, hopefully you'll uh you'll get an opportunity um and uh just i'm just very fortunate that this lovely cast came uh, came along for the ride i mean i was just so lucky to get this this group of amazing actors and um and uh, I, I i wish the same luck to any other first-time director
1: thank you so much for tuning into the show Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter where you also get free access to the freelancer course, Master the Freelancer Mindset. This system will teach you exactly how to find clients online, which includes Step 1, the psychology of the mindset, Step 2, how to create a killer profile, and Step 3, how to find quality clients. This online course is valued at $99.00. It can be yours for free. In addition to the free course. You'll get access to the ebook How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block. This contains advice from Aaron Sorkin, Carrie Fukunaga, and William Monahan. You can find all of this and more on creativeprinciples.live. Visit the website for new interviews, articles, and the daily blog. That's creativeprinciples.live.